can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Before we begin today's episode of Beauty IQ Uncensored, we acknowledge First Nations people as the traditional owners of the lands and waters of Australia. We recognise and pay our respects to elders past, present and future whose lands were never ceded. Welcome back to another cringy combo bonus episode of Beauty IQ Uncensored. Today we are going back in time to discuss one of my favorite topics. I'm joined by Jenna Lambert, the owner of The Beauty Company. Hello, welcome to Beauty IQ Uncensored. Thank you so much for having me. So, I'm really excited. Our, I think it was like our very first episode, we talked about the anus add-on when you get laser hair removal. And it was like, I don't know what we were thinking, but we like went all out in our first episode. People really resonated with this topic. It's something that I think people want to know more about. So, that's why we've got Jenna on. And I wanted to start with the anus add-on. And I'm not sure if you have an anus add-on at your clinic, but the clinic that I used to go to had an anus add-on. Can I ask, why is it an add-on? Why isn't it kind of just part, is it part of the whole sort of laser Brazilian experience? Well, at the Beauty Co, it's definitely part of the whole laser and waxing experience. Okay, We don't leave uh, anything out. (laughs) I feel like it would be like going to get your legs waxed and not having your toes offered. Yeah. I get that some people don't like to have it, so we do include it as standard procedure, but we always offer for clients, I suppose, to not have it. And there are sometimes some who don't want to have it, but most times they do. It's an invasive area, so I can understand that some people, I feel so awkward and uncomfortable every time. I get that, you know, it might feel awkward for you, but for us, it's just another area of skin. So, definitely not nothing to be awkward or uncomfortable about. Okay. So, you have it as part of the whole experience. Well, that's good to know. I remember seeing this, I think we spoke about this in one of the episodes, there was like it was someone had written a Facebook post and there was some sort of hot guy in the waiting room. And I think the girl like, do you want the anus add-on or said something like oh that? It was some like Facebook post from someone like mortifying. Oh my goodness. So, all right. Why do you think some clinics don't include it? Is it just to like make money? <laughs> maybe it's, yeah, maybe it's just an extra, extra way to make money because most people have it. Yeah. Do you know what it reminds me of? If you didn't get it, it'd be like, you know, those guys that don't shave and they have that tiny little bit of hair. What's what do you call that? The goatee. It's like the tiny little tuft of hair on the in the middle of the <laughs> chin area. Yeah. It's not necessary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. My next question for you. So the whole point of this episode was to get the laser experience from the laser or waxer's point of view. So are they just as uncomfortable for the waxer as they are for the customer? No. Definitely not. Like I said, it's just another area of skin for us. And most treatments are so quick these days that Mm. you really don't have time to process, I suppose, the area that you're treating. Yeah. And we we see them all day. So it's nothing new for us. I feel like laser is very quick. I think it's 
like waxing for me was quite intense. Do you have more people doing laser now than waxing of the Brazilian? Do you know what? It's still probably a 50-50 split. Mm. Um, I feel like in the warmer months, uh, most people will definitely just be having waxing, Mm. but it's still 50-50, which shocks me. I find the laser much quicker in that area. You also have to go back once you've done a few, you go back a lot less. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yes. Once or twice a year tops. So a question for me, I never know, like, is it better to, when you're getting your vagina lasered or waxed, um, (laughs) is it better to be silent during the treatment or should you use small talk to reduce the awkwardness? Best practice. (laughs) So it's been a little while since I've been treating, but whenever I was in the treatment room, just light conversation. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like most of the time the client just wants to get in and out. So the quicker that you can get your job done, Mm -hmm. the better. So I feel like if you're, you know, telling your whole life story, they don't really care. They just want to get in and out. But in saying that, I feel like some good background music, if you don't feel like talking, Mm. is always a good option. I've actually had an experience where I had like, because when you get your full legs, underarms and Brazilians lasered, it takes a little bit longer. And I remember I spoke about dating with the the girl that was treating me the whole time. It actually made it go a lot quicker. I really enjoyed it. We just talked about dating the whole time and some guy that was not treating her well. (laughs) Yeah. Look, honestly, anything that you can bring up to relate to them, it makes the treatment quicker. Yeah. So I'd love to hear if you have any, what are your most awkward Brazilian stories? It doesn't have to be your own story, but maybe stories that you've heard. So I did actually put this to our team because (laughs) there's about, I think, 11 girls on our team. And so we had a few good stories to share. Mm -hmm. I got three of the top ones that I thought were the best that I hadn't come across before. So, um, I guess the most common that you'll probably hear is clients not cleaning themselves properly before their treatment. Mm. So we've had, you know, all sorts of bodily fluids in plain sight. <laughs> I heard the the podcast with Joe talking about um, someone that she'd worked with with the toilet paper. Yes. Yeah. And she was actually one of my colleagues as well. So we had some funny stories. Another one was a client wearing a tampon Mm -hmm. uh, during treatment, the wax getting caught, and then when you remove the wax, everything has then obviously come out with it. Would that person have been better to cancel their appointment? Is there a... It's not... Is that normal? uh, Not that I would say it's normal or not normal. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a part of life. People come in with with tampons in, and sometimes it's towards the end of their their period. Mm -hmm. I suppose the therapist probably should be more careful when applying the wax and just moving it discreetly out the way, the string that is. And the wax tugged on it and pulled it, fully pulled it out. Fully pulled it out. Oh, fully pulled it out because okay. the, the wax That's that you use cringy. in that area is like really runny. <laughs> and then it sort of sets. So once that string is yes. set in there, yep. you either need to cut the string or <laughs> just pull it out. Yep, yep, yep. Another one that one of the girls mentioned that I've never... <laughs> that would have been a real surprise for the wax. Oh, I don't know if it hit the girl in the face or... <laughs> If it hit the wall or what happened. But yeah, definitely don't want that happening to me. And then the last one that I thought was hilarious, I'd never heard this one before. The therapist treating was eating a Tic Tac. (laughs) She was waxing someone. Okay. And must have, you know, as you obviously eat the Tic Tac, it gets smaller and smaller. So she must have just, I don't know, been on a roll with her conversation and the Tic Tac had fallen onto the client. The therapist that shared that swears that it didn't happen to her. It was her friend. Okay, it was her friend. I had a tick. A, I was about to say TikTok incident, a TikTok incident. TikTok, a TikTok. I didn't even know TikToks were still around. Mm. 
I love those stories. I can imagine like every waxer has a story that must just come part of that job. I had a habit of telling clients, like when you take them into the room and letting them get ready before their treatment, saying, you know, giving them instructions, what to do with the um, the towel, the wipes, the G-string, all of that kind of thing. And then saying, I'll let you jump up on the bed. Mm. And once I actually came back in and someone was standing on the bed. <laughs> okay, that's the best story. Actually oh, really? got on and was standing on the bed. Standing on the up, bed. They weren't, they weren't jumping, but standing upright. No, no, no undies no on. No pants, pants on. off. Oh, First my God. time my- client. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> did she think she was going to spread her legs and you were going to go from underneath? I don't know, but I've never said jump on the bed ever since. <laughs> jump on the bed. She took that literally. I always feel super awkward in those like few moments. It's one of the more lonely experiences of getting a treatment when the person goes out, either massage, whatever, and you sit there kind of half naked and yeah. you just sit there in silence in like a yeah and it's oh like how God. long do I have before <laughs> someone comes in and I never know do I yell out and do I go I'm ready uh, I'm, I'm I'm ready because sometimes yeah <laughs> I feel like that's what happens with spray tans as well yeah you just yeah it's it is awkwardly standing there do I stand front on or do I turn yep. around where are you going to start first yep. what are you looking at how does I always wonder this because when I get like the person always comes in after I'm like say in a massage but like how do they know it's always like at the right time yeah they never leave it too long or too short just experience I feel like yes that for some treatments we allocate like five to ten minutes buffing time you know before or after the treatment yeah so that could be standard practice in some places who knows I would love to know from you what do you personally recommend do you think laser or waxing for the Brazilian region I think I would recommend laser mm-hmm. um, just because oh, look I'm a sook so I find laser more uncomfortable than waxing oh but in saying that in the long run, I'm going to have less laser treatments than I am waxing. So I think go laser, mm-hmm. go hard, and then, you know, you're good for once or twice a year. Whereas waxing, you still have to do it every, you know, six to eight weeks. So I've done both and I found waxing was just like, it's already an uncomfortable experience and it's, you have to actually do it quite regularly and it doesn't like really thin out. Like yeah. it's just always the same. It grows back just as thick. So you've got that awkward in-between phase as well when it's growing back, whereas laser, it's really once you've gone through the initial treatments and then you're just getting touch-ups, it's really gone. Yeah. It's so much better. And I feel like laser's really only painful, I suppose, in the first few treatments when your hair's really coarse. Mm. As it starts to thin out and obviously there's less and less hair, it's not really that uncomfortable. I actually find it even in the first few sessions a lot less comfortable. I found waxing really painful on the Brazilian area. Interesting. I've had a few at home. I've done a few at home on myself, Brazilian waxes. Oh, Brazilian waxes. Yeah, oh, my goodness. I I'm do- not game enough for that. <laughs> I've tried so to laser buy- myself before, but not wax. <laughs> you buy like the wax from the soup. It is the me- – I do not recommend it because you have to like you buy the wax. Maybe this was – did I – I can't even remember what – it was years and years and years ago. Buy the wax – and then you have to heat up the wax and then you, you do it with your hands and, and the wax is like really soft. But because it's yourself, you don't have the um, confidence to like to hurt just yourself. So you totally. rip it off really slowly because you just can't do it. It would be like. It's like, okay, okay now, okay now. 
This is a bad analogy, but you know that guy, his arm got stuck under a rock and he had to cut his arm off? Yes. Like, okay, that's a very extreme example, (laughs) but like I always thought, how did he do that to himself? It's pretty much the same thing, right? But like you have to inflict that pain on yourself and it's almost like impossible to do it. That was a bad analogy, I know, but it's like the pain of it. It is very painful as well. So especially that little bit at the top. Yes. Oof. (laughs) I can feel it now. So, we're going for laser. So, I'd love to hear if someone is has got their first Brazilian laser session, what would be your sort of top post-care tips for someone that hasn't had it done before? Post-care or prior to having the treatment? Why don't we do both? Okay. Let's go through pre and post. So, I feel like one thing that we commonly see when someone comes in for really any laser treatment, but particularly Brazilians um, that's never had it before, is they'll come in unshaven. Mm. And normally we'll ask someone to do that in a consult, but for your first time treatment, it takes a lot of time to shave someone. Um, so we we like our clients to be clean shaven, grab a mirror, make sure you're obviously getting all the areas, uh, make sure that the area- Including the anus. Including the anus, <laughs> exactly. Uh, make sure do you've your exfoliated. your add-on. Yep. <laughs> That's right, the little add-on. If there's hair, we won't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to shave anyone's anus. <laughs> Fair. exfoliate prior to and then um, after having your treatment we'll always recommend an aloe gel uh, just to make sure that the area is obviously safe and hydrated after your treatment and then we recommend exfoliating five to seven days after or once you start to see that first lot of growth kind of come through that light exfoliation then will encourage those hairs to fall out and then prior to your next treatment continue exfoliating and shaving like you did with the original I have a question that I don't know if I'm going crazy, but I like I'm in between. I haven't had a laser appointment in a really long time. And sometimes there will be some hairs that will grow back and I'll shave them off and then they won't really grow back. Yeah, great. Is that normal? Yeah. What's that about? Because I haven't actually gone back to get another laser, but whether or not the hair is just not growing back very quickly, I'm not sure what's going on there. So that hair that you shave could be in its last stage of growth. And then once it kind of falls out, Ah. there's no hair growing below it because that's already been lasered. Yeah. Okay. And one other question I had was I was getting Brazilian underarm and legs all done at the same time. The underarms, oh, and I had my snail trail. Snail trail was gone instantly, never grew back. It didn't even need that many sessions. Underarms was similar. Legs has been pretty good, but the Brazilian's been very stubborn. Is that something that you see? Like are there areas that are more stubborn to remove? Definitely. I think that in some areas the hair just grows a lot more coarse and, you know, it is going to be a bit more stubborn. Some areas where the skin is even more pigmented, Mm -hmm. sometimes that can, um, you know, cause you to have more treatments because, you know, we might treat you on a lower setting. Um, There's a lot of different factors, I suppose, that can contribute to how quickly or how slowly your hair will, um, will take to the laser. Yeah. Unfortunately, I did them in a package. (laughs) I feel like I don't know. Is that something that you recommend? Yeah. Like when you buy underarms and you buy like a lot of sessions, 
my underarms were gone really quickly. So with us at the Beauty Co, we normally say start with six treatments or six sessions. And if you find that, so say you're you're doing your whole body, if you find that your underarms are really gone in four sessions and you've really got two sessions left, the amount that that totals to you can then put towards another treatment or use that for maintenance. Yeah. So it's not like my money's lost now or I'm treating for no reason. We'll then transfer that to another area or like I said, for maintenance. That's really good. Yeah. I've been very, very happy with the laser. Highly recommend it to anyone who is not sure. Well, that's all the questions that I had. Thank you so much for joining me. It was really good to get the perspective from the other side. Thank you for having me. Thanks everyone for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated.